Hello, I am Trey Ratcliffe, and welcome to my rather unusual podcast I call Walk and Talk with Trey. The show is mostly about creativity and consciousness, but the conversation often delves into other far-flung erudite subjects, and there's plenty of silly stuff to balance all that out. All of these were originally recorded on a 360-degree video camera that shoots in 5.7K. I hold it in front of me while I walk and talk with interesting people. You're now listening to the audio version that is more convenient in many situations, but keep in mind, you can always jump over to YouTube and watch the 361 too. It's fun because you can move the camera all around. If you get tired of watching me blab away, just move the camera around and look at all the beautiful scenery around us. Note that the show is ad-free. If you like it, then I have something fun you can do. I have this members-only section of the blog called the Stuck in Customs Passport. You can get there by going to stuckincustoms.com passport. For just the cost of a few cups of coffee per month, you can support the show and get access to over 100 different videos. These are inspirational videos, how-to videos, and filled with all sorts of mind vitamins. My goal with all these things is to spread consciousness and fun and love around the world. Maybe that sounds silly to you, but I hope it doesn't. Anyway, please come subscribe. I appreciate you. Okay, this episode is a fun one. I got to make a new friend. His name's Doug Morris, and I met him at the Te Arai Lodge, which is on the North Island of New Zealand. It's a beautiful lodge, great food, great location, and he was the yoga instructor. I'm like, hey, I like yoga instructors. I can talk to these guys all the time. It turns out he has his own podcast called Dug It, which I did. Um, so if you go to the blog, you can see a link to that podcast. That was a, a great one. Um, in this one, we walk along the coast. We, he took us on this beautiful hike. And we talk a lot about the nature of consciousness and stuff that we're all going through. Um, I hope you find this uh, entertaining. Uh, we talk about a few different books in here. Um, I have a list of all my books, by the way, that I recommend. It's at www.kit dot com slash Trey Ratcliffe. Note those are all affiliate links back to Amazon. That doesn't really make any serious money for me, but it's a it's a nice visual way to look at books and a good good visual way for me to organize books that I that I recommend. All right, here we go. Let's get it started. Uh, welcome everybody. Trey Ratcliffe here. Um, this is season three, episode thirteen of a show I like to call. Walking on the North Island of New Zealand with yogis and podcasters. It's a niche, niche show. I can't wait for you to meet my new friend here. What is what is your name? Doug Moores, or you can just call me Doug. It's... Right. And you are the host of the Dugget Show. And you know what we're going to talk about today? One of our favorite subjects, consciousness. Because I know you are a hardcore consciousness dude. You could say that. Easily, can you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you could. <laughs> I think you could say that. Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued with um, like how everything relates together, and mm -hmm. you know, with we're kind of all part of a big ecosystem, and how how yeah, just everything's so so interconnected, right? Like, I guess the internet, and it does feel like you're in a bit of a matrix sometimes when you. 
yeah, absolutely happy to that space. But um, I guess yoga was yoga and green smoothies were kind of a that was your gateway drug. That was a gateway <laughs> drug. I think the green smoothie and um, and yeah, it's fascinating how the universe works and putting I guess this moment together. You know, it's like right. what, what part did I have to do with this? Yeah, I think the more you delve into consciousness, the more you realize how beautiful and amazing the world is. Yeah. You know, it's fantastic. It's definitely a rabbit hole. So, you gave us a great yoga class today. Thank you. We're, we're going to end this back at your place. What's the name of that place that we're going to end at? Tiari Lodge. So, it's a family, uh, kind of a luxury, sustainable lodge mm -hmm. in Tiari, New Zealand. And, um, yeah, it's quite nice. Like, I, I like to teach the yoga and, and do the creative side and... Um, sister's an amazing foodie and great family there yeah so everyone kind of pitches in and and um provide like a real authentic experience and and um yeah it's pretty special to be able, it's challenging and and rewarding to work together right but um i think it's it's just so nice to meet people like yourself and and share the journey with hey there's so many things like this walk today you, you might not do it Unless you had guests to right. kind of motivate you to get off the off the grass. So, you your gateway drug into consciousness was yoga and green smoothies. And like, what what do you plan on? What is your quest over the next few months and years as you delve further into it? What do you want? I, I feel like I've hit the. I feel like thirties when you kind of start. Like uh -huh. I've just kind of turned thirty uh -huh. a year or so ago, and um. I feel like that's when your conscious brain has kind of fully developed mm. and you realize a lot of the conditioning and limitations you have and I've had some pretty low points lately mm. um, and so I'm quite keen to unraveling those and seeing how I can reinvent myself and right. let go of some kind of ego tendencies. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, it's a slippery thing. Yeah, so... And... Uh, yeah, I see teachers everywhere now, and um, I think reading Michael Pollan's book and many people like yourself who are in different yeah. communities and like, yeah. it's really opening my uh, my third eye up. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know, um, I, I I don't think I was as self-aware as you when I was 30. You know, I didn't get my camera until I was 35, and that's when I started to come to know consciousness and mindfulness in my own way. And after about seven or eight years ago, I started reading Eckhart Tolle and Michael Singer, and, and then I realized there's this whole intellectual scaffolding around consciousness, and that got me even more excited. And then I started layering uh, psychedelics on top of that, and I saw, you know, we were talking about we're all connected. I think there's there's this theory that, or you've probably heard this, that fish do not see the water in which they swim, right? And we are swimming in some something that we can't see or sense. But I find that with these psychedelics or even DMT, that you can see that tapestry that connects all of us. And you feel very connected, you know, to other humans, to nature. And it's like, that's what really is everything. But we have these filters on all the time that just help us get through life. Because if we were constantly tripping, you know, there's no, you can do your taxes or yeah. could get to the grocery store or whatever. Um, and really, our ancestors, 99% of our ancestors did these plant medicines all the time. It's just part of a holistic, integrated medical approach to themselves. Yeah, I feel that's the bit that's really um, 
been missing in maybe my life and culture is that initiation and that in that community and um, yeah, I think it's such an interesting space. But I mean, working in advertising and seeing how society's pushed in certain directions via ad campaigns or right uh, or or public policy or right. Um, like the more I looked into like hemp and marijuana and the conditioning I had that like drugs were bad or certain things were bad or taboo, right. and then it's just a whole unraveling. But I remember having the first edible marijuana experience, uh-huh. and um, and I just felt so connected in one with every. I was like, why is everyone not enlightened that smokes pot? Right, because <laughs> it just seemed to connect me with the divine and. Um, and then reading Ram Dass's work and looking mm-hmm. at set and setting and, and how he broke down what had happened to to that the kind of psychedelic movement um, kind of all started to make sense again. And then the likes of Paul Check explaining how everything's kind of in balance and he can't tell how the universe wants to consciously evolve. And you're like, right, maybe we kind of go backwards to go forward a bit. Yeah, it is strange how our system of government and everything has almost works against our the, the best parts of human nature. And the idea like alcohol is legal and that's the worst drug of all. <laughs> and like getting into it, I was always a little afraid too because for whatever reason I thought all drugs were the same and maybe all drugs were bad. And there actually are bad ones, like heroin and opioids and these kind of things. But these other mind expanding ones, they're not addictive. Um and they help you let go of your ego. And like you said, this is one reason corporations and governments are so strong. So they really know how to appeal to people's egos. Yeah. Right? That's all marketing is. They say, like, if you have this car or if you have this couch or whatever, then you'll be a happier person and people will respect you because you have a nice car and a nice couch. And so your ego clicks on and you go, oh, yeah, that's true. I do need a better car. I do need a bigger couch. But it's all just, it all just feeds that ridiculous ego. And the more you do these mind-expanding things, the more that falls away. And it just makes your life easier. You have, you have less things. We look around and we see, this is not judging, by the way. You know how, while you're going up the conscious scale, you're not saying, oh, look how Buddha-like we are. Those other poor unconscious people, poor them. Not like that, but you do see unconscious people and all the anxiety and anger and problems they have in their life. And it's just, it's not an obvious connection that that's all driven by the ego. And that's not really you. You're the, the real you is the silence behind the thoughts. Yeah. And the space that really interested me was that what causes that like door to crack, you know, the, mm. the crack in the wall or whatever you call it. Right. Because, like how Young said, you the route down to hell to rise up to heaven. Mm. And, um, so, uh, yeah, it seems to be like I've had more painful experiences uh-huh. of late, which seem to be pushing me <laughs> right <laughs> towards a, a changing level of um, consciousness and awareness. And, yeah, I think it's fascinating people moving up the consciousness ladder um, 
yeah, it all kind of seems perfect sometimes. Like, I'm like, everyone's there to balance each other out, and without those polarities, we couldn't have reality. But then also, I, I know how easy it is to get stuck in your head in, in terms of intellectualizing everything. Right. And yeah. so, so my podcast was all about thinking less, experiencing more. Right. So I actually want to try and push myself to be in communities and places that push me to experience a lot of the things that you read about in a book or right. that you're talking about, like even the likes of Burning Man or traveling different places or different planet journeys. I'm, yeah, you kind of read about it all you want, but... Yeah, it's just fantastic. I, You know, I'm a big traveler, of course, travel photographer, but now I think I've had uh, four DMT experiences, and, you know, they only last 15 minutes. And, I mean, that's like taking the craziest journey ever. And it's real. And, you know, we do, do this with my friends, and they're all intellectual people. We just sit around and analyze this. Because it's, it's a naturally occurring molecule in your body. And it's just a, a plant that generations have been using forever. And, wow, it's just been so mind-expanding and life-affirming. And it really lets you totally let go of your ego and... Gosh, it's just been. What would you? Be, what do you think? There's one big lesson you took away from those experiences. Um, yeah, I, I would say that the universe is just a very silly, happy place, and there are all these forces, seen and unseen. Because when you go into these experiences, you have guides that take you through, and they're so excited to show you the universe, and they show you the math of everything, and you don't quite understand, but you kind of get it. And it's just welcoming and loving and like if you just open your art and you're vulnerable, the right people in your life show up at the right time. Yeah. And um, and that's kind of my one of my goals is just to help people see this and let go of all their little daily anxieties, which are you know mostly self-generated. Yeah, you seem very in the present and appreciative and and open and and also a little bit fearless too yeah that's super it. fearless actually I don't know if that's a good or bad thing how, how do you but. balance <laughs> is there, do you feel like you have to stay grounded somehow as well in terms of like we are talking about paying the tax on the business side of the act as well does yeah. that ever get quite out of balance or do you feel like it's just another way to practice your, your zen or your well I do business. I do find I need to create something every day either a photo or some writing because if I don't create I I can get a little nihilistic you know because I don't I don't actually get to hang around yogis and conscious people that much in a little town and only some of my friends are into this. So, you know, I think the more people like us hang out, the better it is for both of our brains. And then I don't go into a nihilistic, dark, dark place. But there are so many, I think, creatives that do go into a dark, nihilistic place. Um, because you often have so much going on in your head. And, and I think when you create stuff, you can also see destruction and just how... There's just so much entropy in the world, and you think, oh, man, what's it all for? Why do I even try? Why do I bother? 
Um, but those little dark periods come and pass, like the weather. Yeah. You know. Man, if you're on that 360 cam, you got to have a look out. Oh, yeah, look over there, guys. The side Ridiculous. That, the Brimtail Walk, it's, um, yeah, it's so beautiful. So, uh, what's next for you? You said you were looking at building some more green places and this sort of thing. What's going on there? Yeah, well, I'd love to have a, I guess, like an antidote to the, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to solve my own problems. Yeah. In a way. <laughs> Because the the trap of social media and um, and always wanting more and, mm. and being disconnected from the environment and the things that actually make me happy. Mm. Uh, so I'm building, we're looking at building some kind of off the grid cabins down in New Zealand, right? And doing them really beautifully and just places to to sleep mm -hmm. and and drink tea and read books and. Take love and look under the stars and look up yeah. to the stars and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's quite an exciting space. And then the other pieces, like really trying to find my place in the universe. And I think uh -huh. depression is kind of the opposite of expression. Mm. And and I just find when I'm in certain environments, I can't feel like I can be myself. And right. And so I'm trying to find that. Uh, Place which feels like I'm filling that that gap in the universe that was maybe made for me. Um, I feel like the body is such a good uh, kind of signaler whether you're on the right track. You know, right. when you feel tight and and mm -hmm. and anxious, and um, but then on the same account, there's uh, obviously difficult times you have to push through to get to where you want to go. So sure, yeah. For me, that really feels like. There's a guy, Dan Sullivan, and he talks about your unique ability, and that's mm -hmm. hardwired up to the age of seven, and it's kind of with you for life. And for me as a kid, we had a big football field and cricket pitch, and I always have friends around and be sharing ideas. and Right. And, like, creating, sharing, and networking. Right. And so that's the space I've realized gives me energy, like continually mm -hmm. gives me energy. Um, and it just feels like the heart-soul aligns there, so with the podcast and with creating events and um, and uh, ideas that's really what I, and that space is where I want to work and and, and kind of say it was a self-realization or something like that right <laughs> to levitate I don't know um, and and raise the consciousness and awareness particularly around I think food things like mental health and, and men's initiations and the way we communicate, it's it's all the stuff I'm working on that I'd love to love to share. So yeah, well we're gonna do I'll be on your podcast when we get back. Yeah, I can't wait to dive into fun. get into it. I'll share the link down below for that. Um, yeah, I, I'll tell you about a project I'm working on. I'm excited about trying to spread consciousness because I'm only one dude, right? And it is nice to do it one person at a time, although it's not the most efficient way. I made this uh, video that went viral. It's Alan Watts' video. Oh, uh, yeah, it's so beautiful. And it's about 10 minutes long. And um, the team over at uh, the Ritz-Carlton in Marriott Luxury, they, they love it so much. They are commissioning me to make another one. It's 10 minutes long. Uh, this time with uh, 
original music from Hans Zimmer, which he's agreed to do. It's all caught in like a little legal battle right now with rights and all that Hollywood stuff, you know, we'll figure <laughs> that out. But the idea, of course, is, so those of you that don't know Alan Watts, he's a British-born Zen philosopher. He's dead now, but a lot of his lectures left behind. And beautiful voice. Listen to him forever. And so I pieced together a bunch of his lectures that really talk about consciousness and life and what's it all about, man, you know. And if we can get this into like a million hotel rooms in a loop, it can, I think, really help move the needle on consciousness. So I like this idea of artists or creatives um, teaming up with corporations that can get a bigger spread of this message. Um, that's, that's one of my golden projects for this year. It, yeah. may, it may fail and burn, but I'm going to it with a good attitude. Because uh, I remember being in the yoga world and um, you can enter these bubbles and uh -huh. it can be really kind of anti different organizations or groups of people and, and right. I, I definitely feel like the uh, the way the future is to work together and um, I also yeah. think everyone's like perfect because based on their experiences they are who they are like if right. I grew up in your neighborhood with your friends and mm, right. had your biochemistry and you know I'd behave like yeah yeah I was I always contemplate the, the perfection of, and uniqueness of this moment and, and everybody's life, but um, and just a shout out yeah. to all the listeners too that love yourself, man. Oh so, yeah, be kind to yourself. <laughs> and and I, I reckon the ultimate is to have everyone doing their purpose and highest calling. Um, and yes, yeah, so that's what I'm... Yeah, it might take you a while to find it. Yeah. It could be anything, you know, maybe... You, Maybe you're uh, uh, the world's greatest pastry chef. You just don't even know it yet. You could, you could do anything. Um, but I know what you mean about... There are like self-important yogis out there that are a little too high on themselves. And I, I hear this sentiment a lot at Burning Man. Sometimes people are just like anti-corporation. Yeah. Like, almost like it's a big conspiracy, right, <laughs> against them. Which is not, you know... Um, but I, I can see a lot of people do get this kind of victim mentality where they feel like the world's out to get them, yeah. corporations are out to get them, uh, they're keeping people down, governments are keeping people down. This is, I think, uh, a loser's way of thinking, right? Yeah, the, what is it, the, like, no accountability and, yeah. But, and like, I think Tim Ferriss said that no, um, like, nothing the press is as good or as bad as you think it is, and I kind of think that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's true. But do you have mentors and people that keep you in check or that provide guidance? Like, because the wisdom of elders and people that have come before us too is right. I think so undervalued. I just listen to podcasts like yours and Sam Harris and Kevin Rose and these kind of guys. There's. You know, these are fantastic conversations people are having now. Me in that, uh, that stratosphere in the, yeah. there. <laughs> in that orbit. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a little scary, too, because you're kind of on shifting sand when you realize there's not any kind of foundation there. 
but it's exciting as well. You know, and I think it, your mind becomes used to constant change. There's always something new happening, and I think that you can slowly get relaxed and just accept life as it comes, and you're like, you become like the dolphin that swims in the waves, you know? Oh, one. I'm part of this uh, group with this guy, Preston Smiles. He's a real, like, uh -huh. conscious brother and teacher. Um, and we do this man cave group together. I set up my uh -huh. little one in New Zealand, but yeah. The challenge this week for our group was uh, love goggles. Love goggles. So I'm throwing this out to the audience. Yeah. <laughs> you can, I'll, I'll, I'll put the love goggles up on the website for sale shortly, but you know, you need to buy anything. It's just a, like you just look at love and beauty and everything you see. Yep. And to, it just kind of removes the judgment and and just opens you up and it's such a powerful exercise all oh, right to see to see everything is like whatever you want to call it god the universe love um yeah i found that quite a powerful exercise yeah i'll check that out all right dude um finish just another hour left on this hike or so yeah and then we'll end up back at your paddy and give people a little tour of this awesome situation. I wish I was staying for more than two days. Oh man, we'll have you back, back. and um, and yeah, if anyone wants to explore this part of the world, would love to point you in the right direction or or do a hike with you like this. Yeah. Uh, there's so many great bike rides, swims and spots to explore. It's very, yeah, it's very magical. Magical Mangawai. It's in the magical name. Magical <laughs> Alright dude, we'll meet back at your pad. Arrivederci. See you guys soon. Cool. Okay, Doug, remind us where we are here. Paradise. It is paradise, isn't it? Tiari Lodge. Yeah. Um, You're tall for your age, by the way. So if that's a joke I say to tall it? people. <laughs> it is beautiful. This is. Uh, we had a great night here last night, having another night here. I like that it's, just, it's like a home. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's also a home. So yeah. it's, a, it's a boutique. Um, family-run lodge so yeah live work here which has its pros and cons but no very lucky to go share it with uh, yeah. people like yourself on the 360 degree camera so um i guess probably the most spectacular thing is the view yeah let's go look at that outside you mean the, the spectacular view of curtis right there hey curtis what's going on hello so we're really coming the view? yeah we're... although except i'm looking into the <laughs> I was just staring at Maxwell, actually. Oh, where is he? He's, He's pretty posing. Yeah. 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 So the it's just beautiful landscape, and mm. we've got one of the great beaches down here. Um, right. And it's just a fabulous place to explore. And their mum is an avid gardener, and we love the the gardens and uh, kind of family help build a lot of it too. Fantastic. Did, did these with dad and it was such a great project doing the sleepers good workout yeah. too got a greenhouse going in there right and uh, i guess we can have a look at maxwell's room as well sure i'm trying to make everything sustainable so we got uh no chemicals are used with cleaning we've mm -hmm. got essential oils um girlfriend makes these amazing silk robes we use 
There's a great company called Allbirds, which I'm sure many I know those know guys. Around. So we use their. I buy Allbirds. Yeah, we use their sandals uh-huh. and, and recycle those. And um, yeah, it's just beautiful indoor outdoor bath as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure where Moni's robe is, but she has these beautiful silk organic robes. Mm. Yeah, it's very neat. And then. Um, so you've got your own like room and suite. And, uh, and then you can have your own privacy, uh, dine outdoors, use the outdoor bathtub, and then if you like, join us for dinner and kind of be part of the, the family. <laughs> yeah. How many rooms do you have here? we got four four suites, and then uh-huh. the whole of house, we've got a studio room. Um, and we might as well have a quick look at the yoga studio too, because yeah. that's the place I love to to work out and be in. And uh, oh, the outdoor fires mm. pretty magic as well. And the... We work with forest and birds at the native bush, do lots of trapping and look after the, the birds in the forest here. So right. we've got like bird watching books and binoculars in all the rooms. All oh, right. And it's a ni- nice place just to, I know we were talking about forest bathing before, yeah. you know, forest bathing and, right. and, and sit around and watch the birds. Yeah, very grateful. Yeah, this is a cool place. I'm going to come and use this infrared sauna later, I think. This is where the magic happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the sauna's great. Right on. That's just a beautiful place to, to wake up and start the day. Yeah. And uh, I love it. We're going to do yoga here tomorrow morning. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. It's a day plan. It's a date. It's, it's a, a mandate. Day. It's a mandate. It's a mandate. All right. Thanks, Big Doug. I'll, and I'll, uh, I'll link to your podcast down below. So go subscribe to this podcast. Get it on Stitcher. And Stitcher, iTunes. Yeah, whatever podcasting tool you like. Yeah. And we'll also we'll put our list of our three other favorite podcasts on there too. Should we do that? Yeah, no, yeah. we'd love because we have some good recommendations, I'm sure. And what, what, from your perspective, what 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 strikes you being? I mean, because we live here, but what what do you love about the area and just coming here, here? for the first time? Yeah. Well, I haven't really explored the North Island much at all because I yeah. live down in the South Island, and you just kind of get stuck, you know, for whatever reason. It's not, New Zealand isn't that big, but um, yeah, it's very peaceful. It's you know it's a different vibe with the ocean. The ocean just has a different vibe than the, the mountains. mountains. Yeah, not that one was better or worse, but yeah. And you know, once again, I'm reminded that how beautiful New Zealand is, and how much I just like walking. You know, it's <laughs> for a guy my age, I think it's like one of the best exercises, just hiking. Yeah, you know, four or five times a week, six times a week, walk around, have a conversation. It's great. You just feel wonderful. You know. Such a simple thing. Kind of reminds you how simple life is. Go have a walk, grab some nice food, make some nice friends. Life's simple. Good, beautiful. No need to make it so complex. All right, we're about to sit down and have some lunch here. What do you think? Chef Noodles. Chef Noodles over there in the house. Making the, making the magic happen. This is nothing to nothing exciting to be saying. This is like. Snacky, leftover for lunch. Bad, you put this me. animal on the uh, plate. Yeah. <laughs> you put it. <laughs> Catch that on the uh, walk. Shit. <laughs> All right, bye guys. Love you. See you next time. Ciao, Bella. <laughs>